Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Matt Man at nine. Yes, sir, I am Matt Man. I'm nine. And this is After Hours with the Rise Guys. How convenient. That makes sense. Works out well, don't it? You know, people often say, how do you come up with the title for your podcast? It's quite simple. It's us after hours. Yeah, it's us after the hours we usually typically would be at work. Yeah, so it's uh, not that great of a story. No. I wish people quit asking us that. It was a process to come to the name. What were the other options? Do you remember any of them? I don't right now. can't remember any of them. I know the ones we wanted to... There was one we wanted to take, um, but it was already taken. Yeah. That's all right. Guys, we've screwed or whatever. It's already a thing. Guys, we fucked podcast. That's just what it's called. On this app that that's you're a, listening to that's right now. The proper title of it. It's wild. We don't really have anything to contribute on that, but Fat Boy, uh, he could jump in. That's his podcast, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Nah, he's been with the same man for years. He really has. He has. He has. Yeah. Like 20 plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a little side gig going on. Yeah. No, he's not. He's happily married. I think he has a side gag going on. <laughs> gag order. <laughs> I'd ding the bell if I had it. Don't, don't, don't. Slap my wedding band on the table instead. Gag on it. Remember yeah. that one? Oh, that was a great song. <laughs> that, that was a great song. That was Bang back it. back in the day of, uh, I forgot the taser. I know. I was looking for it. That's why I said dang it. I turned around looking to see if I was about to get zapped. Because I did it. Roller skating music, man. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah, we gonna get on that. Yeah. Remember that? Nucleus. Oh, yeah. Jam on it. Yeah. Man, I had something I, I wanted to talk about. Something that's kind of, like, this is what the world has come to kind of thing that reminds me of how shocking things were back in the 90s that aren't shocking at all now. Uh, in the 90s, uh, what, wouldn't they have, like, an interracial couple on a commercial? No, it reminded me of, well, I, I'll, Those I'll, are all of them now, I believe. Every one of them. I'll tell you the story, though. This, this story is out of Las Vegas, Nevada. 
mm. inside Harry Reid International Airport. A guy was smoking meth inside the terminal. A guy named Stephen Laster was smoking out of a meth pipe God. in the dining area of a restaurant inside Terminal 1 at Las Vegas Airport. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, how would you... Oh, I mean, I, I know what that would look like. Because, I mean, it's like a crack pipe, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know what meth smells like. I, you know, I'm not... I don't either. At least not when it's burning. I think I've smelled it, it like being cooked back in the day in the country. Or that, or just a lot of cats had to pee one. And I, I thought good weed smelled like cat piss. It kind of can, but not in the same way. This is in the bad way. This is in the, my God, the litter box way. All right. And it reminded me, like, this is, again. How would you know that, though? Like, I'd be like, dude, there's a chemical spill, or, yeah. or someone's doing meth. Like, this dude sure. had just been hanging out of the airport for, like, a day and a half at this point. It's happened Monday evening. He'd been there at least since Sunday. It's like the Tom Hanks movie. I mean, he's just getting high on meth in the airport, just tweaked at the airport, which has got to be weird. Um, you know, if, what, if you get sick in an airport, you know what that's called? What's that? Terminal illness. Oh, I love it. I'll give you a ding on that if I had to bell. Yeah. But the uh, buy a vowel and give me something else. But this reminded me, like now this is this is what it takes to surprise people. <laughs> Somebody smoking weed isn't a thing. But I remembered how shocked I was the first time I smelled it and saw it and knew what it was at a Berea High School football game. Uh, oh, yeah, some people, the bulldogs, uh, yeah, some kids smoking the reefers, just openly smoking a joint of some, you know, back in the nineties, sticks and stems and stuff, and feed. Seeds. Oh, it's a great song by Cher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember how shocking it was at that time, like the first time you smelled weed someplace besides like a concert kind of environment. Somebody was handing it to you. <laughs> they offered, yeah, but like, I didn't want none then. I turned man, it down at that point. So I was 11. <laughs> I'm 11. I'm 9. 9 was 11 then. Or, I, no. I, I, so many times as a kid, and again, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this, but... Uh-huh. You know, here, here around the South, depending on uh, how old the person is, sometimes it'd be known as a polecat, sometimes a skunk, whatever. Yeah. Um, old dead possum. But I, I wonder how many times when, you know, I would be out as a kid and that was always the excuse. Oh, somebody ran over a possum. Oh, it's a polecat. Like, did someone, did we just drive through a cloud of smoke of weed? Yeah. Because it was, or even at like, I don't know the concert. I don't know my age. I want to say it was a, uh, uh, some kind of old redneck concert, like maybe when I say redneck, I can say that because I am one. Yeah, you're like nitty gritty dirt band. Or, or I've seen it was foreigners. Oh, that's like redneck that. too. Yeah, and I remember smelling that, and it was a very sweet, burning smell mm-hmm. that I associated with like incense. Yeah, like a head shop. Uh, and I'm I'm convinced to this day that was weed, probably. But I don't know that. But then again, I couldn't have got like. Let's say if right now, what are we, six feet away, five feet away? Probably. Um, you want to make it four? True. Now, I think, like, if you were sitting there smoking up right now, I wouldn't get high from it. I, I mean, it depends. One time my mom Let's got try. A, one time my mama got a contact high and had no idea at the time and probably still don't to this day. But she definitely was high, and it was a total contact high just because she was in the same room with me when I was smoking at the time. Oh. <laughs> wow, dude, really? Yeah, I've, uh-huh. I've always, okay, you open the door. Fourth door is our fourth wall is down. Yeah. So she's aware that you do certainly, but you've done it in front of her. I mean, she don't think she never thought that the bong was anything other than a bong. That's B A W N G bong. She's like the grandma from the Wild Wonderful Whites. Yeah. Put that out. Yeah. It stinks. No, she don't care. I was smoky in here. There was one time when I was about nineteen that, and uh, I was I was you know broke and not doing much, 
And she actually, uh, she said, "Do you want money to go get some? You in a better mood when you got some?" My lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should say, "Well, Moose, every time you give me a check for Christmas, <laughs> you notice there's two signatures on the back. There's James McDonald, then Dude Man signed dude, it. Dude Man, <laughs> two ends. He signed it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the first time. Uh, that reminded me of the first time I, I smelled weed. Now the first time I. Uh, First time I saw it, like unrolled, mm-hmm. is in raw nugget form. Mm-hmm. Was my dad had some? No kidding. Yeah, I think he got it from one of the railroad employees he used to drive around back in the nineties. But this would have been late nineties, like ninety, ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere around. There. I was going to ask if he found it, like somebody accidentally left it because he drove a taxi. Dude, this is when he was driving the railroad van. Oh, oh yeah, you said that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that derails what I was going to say. Yeah, so, <laughs> but he got some, I think, from one of those guys because those guys would all the time have. Uh, like big bag, big duffel bag full of porn and stuff, and be on the road for a while. Then they wanted to get rid of it, and they just give him anything illicit before they went home to their wives or whatnot. Oh God! Yeah, so they'd have to take it home with them. But yeah, that was uh, <laughs> first time I saw it in nugget form, and then I smelled it again that night because my dad went and smoked it in his bedroom. Yeah, yeah. You know it. Um, okay. Oh, careful now! See that? There's a trash bin over. There. No, it was this. Oh, uh, the this panel wall just fell off. Yeah, yeah. That, they, they do that. Um, you know, if my mom catches wind of this, you know, you can't be mad at him because he's dead. But like my dad told me this story when he worked at the textile mill, I, and I was uh, I was in elementary school, yeah, and he had to work a second shift, and he rarely did that because he was a soup, yeah, or advisor, uh-huh. and uh, I'm not qu- quite sure which one he was, but it's one of the two, and uh, he had to work second shift, and some dude there gave him a joint. And this is where we lived at Poe Mill, and my dad said that he got home, and hey, baby, was already gone off to work. And, of course, me and Angle were at school, and he said, I sat on the front porch, and I smoked that thing. And he said, I woke up when y'all pulled in the driveway. So my daddy smoked the joint and then slept for seven or eight hours on the front porch Yeah, in a very crime-riddled neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems about right <laughs> Now I wonder if, like, every time, oh, I smell a polecat, my daddy's, like, got one of them joints, like, doing it backwards, you know, where you smoke it out of your fingers. Well, I'm sure doing what, d- doing what he did How for a living with the cleaning service at night, he probably found stuff like that all the oh, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he had access to just finding stuff. But if you, like, let's say this day and age, like, you know, I mean, look, let's face it, the government doesn't care that we do drugs. I mean, you know, they want the money off of it, the taxing and all that, but... um if you like, you know, I, fentanyl. I mean, that scares the hell out of me. Oh yeah. But if you found, let's say you're so wherever, you find you see a bag of weed laying there. Yeah. On the street, do you smoke that weed? I did once. Oh no. Once, and it was the time that my mom. Was it was, when you got roofied? I got it from my mom. It was the time my mom was working on a travel nursing gig, and at the hotel she was staying at, she got out of the car one night, and it was just laying there in the parking lot in a bag. And she gave hey, it to son. me and said, I don't know if you want to smoke it because I've had it in the parking lot, but here it is. So I looked it over and it seemed fine and I smoked it. Really? Yeah. I think what the time she I was making about $18,000 a year, so yeah, I smoked it. Maybe she just found it and said, or she bought it. So like, oh. I'm going to give this to son. Oh, you can tell it's been out in the weather a little bit. Hey, son. It's been rained on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> I had to let it dry first, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll tell you this story. Um, you remember how uh, back in the day, uh, people that lived in an apartment or somewhere you couldn't smoke, or let's say uh, wanted to take it on vacation and yeah. they'd make a fee fee out of the uh, 
toilet paper holder. Yeah, the, the, you take the toilet paper roll or the paper towel roll and some uh, some dryer sheets, and you blow it through the dryer sheets to filter it. Yeah, well, this guy put the dryer sheets in the bag of weed. Oh no! So then the, the weed, weed just tastes like pepper. Oh god, oh, man! Rough. Uh, it was all awful. My breath had never been better yet. It gave me some kind of weird gas. The, the funniest taste and stuff I ever had like that was a long time ago. A buddy of mine had a friend who had gone to Hawaii and brought some back. And Maui, how, you, how do you do that? Probably. How do you do that? You take the bag and you put it down in a shampoo bottle. Clearly, this was pre nine eleven. Oh, long time ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, that's that show, man. Uh, to catch a smuggler, I watch on Nat Geo. Where uh-huh. it's it's amazing now how people will they the way they will like what are the the guards on there says if these people would take these applications of figuring out how to smuggle things and put yeah. it towards something that's legal, they could make legal millions of dollars. Yes, the way they can make stuff out of like this one place down in uh, Tijuana, Tijuana. They had the front of the bumper of the car. Inside was a brick of Coke or something mm-hmm. that was shaped like the bumper. And then the bumper was sprayed on with like some kind of spray-on sealant. Yeah, it's kind of like the up-in-smoke van, kind of. Yes, I've told uh-huh. you this already, and you said the same thing then. That's right. Yeah, yeah well, I was just, I just yeah, it's, it's, no, it's yeah, like same Cheech thing. Chong van up in smoke with the whole van is reefer. So and it starts smoking, and everybody and behind him, the cop pulls him over, and he's high as hell from driving so behind him. When they smoked the dog shit, was that like the dog ate the weed, and they're like, well, we're going to smoke it anyway? Yeah, they were smoking a dog turd. That's why the joint was so fat, because it was a literal dog turd. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I never put the two and two together. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, and there's people listening to this who would probably do that. And hell, there's me back when I was you know, 20 years ago. I'd have done it then. What does cocaine smell like? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> you want to know the first time I ever saw that in person? If you could say. Without naming any you names. Say, the way you looked at me, just, it wasn't on me. Oh, oh. I ain't never done that in my life or my grandson's life. No, no, I had nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. I hear it smells like kind of like diesel fuel and sulfur, though. But uh, that's what I've been told. But but uh, he told you that your nose. No, <laughs> <laughs> no a dude name nose. You know him. Oh yeah. I'm kidding. It wasn't What's, him. No, it, well, <laughs> wasn't him. What nobody named nose. No. Well, he is a high man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the uh, <laughs> first time I saw it was at a uh, a local strip club, and I was out. And I was I was. I mean, you know, back in the day, going to strip clubs, you were 18, yeah. and if you were, you know, if, you know, with the radio station, you didn't have to wear a pink shirt or nothing. It wasn't the one that gave you a pink shirt, but some of them did that. Yeah, it was one in Greenville proper. Mm-hmm. Within a few miles of where we sit, no, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, one of those, and it was someone we used to work with, and someone who worked for a record label had gotten it for someone we used to work with. Wow, yep, that wow, and that was the first time I ever saw it in person. I, I did not do it or anything, but it was the first time I ever saw it in person. That's called Snortola, I believe. I believe it is. Well, back then, that was back, back before all that happened with the government. Oh yeah, and the payola plugola thing. That's when that was. That was my like. That was my first few months in radio when I saw that. Really? Yeah. See, you know what's crazy? I, this is kind of a, a door that's open, but like when I, uh, so when I started out in radio, and I hope this doesn't keep any of the young future sp- prospects of radio out of future the Future broadcasters? But when no, I, when I started They're all out, just TikTokers now. I don't matter. Yeah, no kidding. I was doing midnight to 6 a.m., and I remember going in and saying, good God, I, I literally worked my other job that morning, went home, slept few hours maybe yeah. two three hours go up gonna stay up all night in uh, 12 to 6 a.m and the guy says hey you're gonna have trouble tonight 
try one of these. It was just like the Dewey Cox that movie. Was the first time Matt Man tried crank. No. Oh, Lord have. Oh, okay. And I, that feeling was bliss. I had so much energy, and I, I was like, "Hey, man, can you get me some more of those?" And it was just like, "Yeah, I can." Uh-huh. And it was just like that was the sample to get me back in. And next thing you know, I was like, "Well, I, I got a bunch of them, and I'll leave them at work." Yeah. And then I would then take them home. Yes. And then next thing you know, mm-hmm. I have a drug addiction. That's, mm. But I don't anymore, thank God. Yeah, that's how that goes. But you beat it, you kicked it, and you've been, I mean, you've been good. Well, you can't for, find them anymore. You've been good for well over a decade. <laughs> like, well over a decade. It, man, that was, a, that was an awful time. It, it was, was too readily available. It, dude, they were everywhere for a while, especially with some people we knew at the time. Very much so. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was just. They never did much besides make me sweat and itch. I didn't like them much, but if I if I had liked them, it would have been a bad thing because they were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. Some would say those were hard times. Hard times, daddy. <laughs> I don't know what any, like, um, I don't know what crack smells like. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen crack in person. I don't think I've ever seen, like, no, I have, you know. I'll never forget. I lived in Piedmont for a while. I have seen meth in the flesh. The 1980s. I was in middle school, but I remember my mom walking in the door coming home from work and saying, Matthew, I need to ask you something. I was like, what is it, Mama? She said, girl at work said that they had found some of this new drugs at nephew's school or something, and it was called crack cocaine. Oh, okay. And she's like, do you know anything about it? I was like, no, it wasn't in the cool drug suitcase they brought to school that time. Yeah. Which was a salesman kit, basically. And uh, I was like, what does it look like? She's like, they say it looks like a wet French fry. Yeah. I never heard that ever again. Never. Described as a wet French fry. No, because wet French fries don't look like rocks. Crack rocks. Yeah. It's in rock form. Yeah. yeah. It looks more like rock candy or something. You ever buy fake weed? Like Because so, I did one time at first week. At I did Myrtle one Beach. time in New York City. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was, what was it? Just I have no it, idea. Was it a plant or was it like that? I have no idea what it was. I could not tell you. It looked kind of like yarn, but had the consistency of an actual plant. I don't know what it was. My God. Yeah. You were probably eating tofu. You are smoking tofu. I didn't smoke it once <laughs> I saw what it was. Yeah, vegetarian lungs. Yeah. That's, uh, Back that's, then, it wasn't as readily available as it would be now in New York City where you could just go get some. I'm thinking about smoking some at Florida algae. Have you seen that? I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good lord! Yep, yep. That's one way to go about it, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's strange. And then uh, always at concerts, you'd always catch a whiff of it. Yeah. And the first thing you do, like, you know, you can tell the people who do don't or would. Yes. The people who don't are looking around like with that oh. scowl on the face. What stinks? Yeah. The people who have are like. <laughs> I recognize that. And the people who would are standing up. They're looking around for the person with their hand going to their mouth. Yes. Not like that. No, no. Pfft, like Yeah. Uh-huh. A, but yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about weed nowadays is the, the older guys who get the vape pens because they just get this real childishly delighted, devious little look on their face when they're doing it in public because they're sitting there thinking, nobody knows what I'm doing. But the truth is, we all know what y'all doing. You're and it's funny it. because y'all so cute about the yes. way you hold it funny <laughs> and look like you up to something while you do it. You know, like some old bougie lady from the turn of the century with her long cigarette Yeah, you do like Cruella DeVille smoking like, cigarettes. Mm, I don't know that this isn't a green cigarette over here. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, that's fun. And at the end of it, it's lighting up like a lightsaber when he hits it. That's it is. Strange. What's up with that? And he definitely looks like he's up to something. He looks like a little boy getting away with something, even though he's 63. 
Plus, this is the best, man. I love seeing that oh, in public or anywhere. Gorgeous. I feel like I could use some of those things we just talked about right now. <laughs> I'll oh. tell you this. You listening right now? Yeah. You like this? We're going to give you another episode in a couple of days. Yes, we will. And please like, share, recommend it to people. That's the only way the word's going to spread. And uh, honestly, we need the money. That's true, and our own company doesn't promote it, so why shouldn't you help us? Yeah, please do if you enjoy I, I'm us. I'm saying please. Please. If you, if you do, please. Uh, if you enjoy us, please let other people know. Yeah, and we don't have a Patreon, so donate nope. to a charity of your choice. Yeah, or you, you, know, you, 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 know, you can get our cash apps on social media if you want. <laughs> Thank you. Say yours right now to make it equal. Uh, dollar sign nine rules. Thank you so much for listening. You have a, uh, a good day, good evening, or good morning, whatever time you listen to us. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Don't do drugs. Oh. All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 